0: Okay, so here's a guy who has been trying to pretty much get rid of photo radar in our province for, Todd, how long have you been at this now?
1: Uh, Let's say eight
0: years. Okay, so, and and you've been dedicated to this, and you've been called wacko and wingnut by a lot of people for the uh, extreme measures you take. I personally admire what you've done um, and what you continue to do, and so... Uh, what's what's the new wrinkle? What have you found here from your lawyer friend?
1: Well, it's a bit complicated, so let me set it up this way. When we've raised the issue in the past with the city that these mobile photo vehicles break every parking law on the books, literally, including parking inside of crosswalks, blocking uh, sight lines, the city has responded a few times to say these photo guys are peace officers and therefore can park anywhere they want to. Well, that's a whole other matter. However, the point being is they deem them to be peace officers. However, the Winnipeg or the Police Services Act replaced the Provincial Police Act. This was passed in 2009 and and was proclaimed into law in 2012. In doing so, the province omitted Section 80 which confers peace officer status to special constables. So it gets a little bit complicated there, but lacking Section 80, uh, which was purpose- purposeful, uh, omitting it, the peace officer status, including that of photo enforcement operators post-2012, is not, is not existent, or at least very questionable. Um, and that direct question was put to Justice Minister Stephenson a few times, and she's not responded.
0: Okay, so you what made you think of this particular clause?
1: Well, the fact that these guys are trained for forty hours uh, to, to before they become uh, radar and laser experts literally they go to court and they get expert weight they they say, yeah, a car was going eighty eight and uh you know and we we know radar and i mean they they literally are they're untouchable. They're, they have expert weight in court. And we, we knew that was never the case. So we, we looked into their training and their status, and really, they, they don't know anything about anything. Uh, <laughs> they drive those vehicles, and they, uh, and they push those buttons. So when the province says that these guys are peace officers, simply or the city declares them to be peace officers just because they've given them that label, that confers to them the ability to issue summary violation tickets. They don't have that authority, we don't think, or at least they shouldn't, and we don't think that they do. And I don't think it's a surprise why Stephenson won't respond on the simple question. Uh, there's so much illicit and wrong with this program. This is just one of, of, of many, uh, of, of many uh,
0: aspects. Okay, we're talking to Todd Dubay of Wise Up Winnipeg. Uh, pretty much... Uh- I don't even know you get called watchdog group all the time, but I'm not I don't like that expression at all. you' you're an advocate group and you're trying to protect people from being unlawfully targeted with traffic tickets, right? uh, It's really
1: It's really that simple. I don't know how people still are calling us anything other than you know the, the, the group that, that that puts the facts on the table. That's all we do. All we're doing is speaking to the facts. And the fact is, Winnipeg is the only city. In the world that has four-second amber times, we're the only city in the world that doesn't set speed limits with the method that all other cities do, which is the 85th percentile method. I won't get into that, but trust me. We're, we're these, and, and, and also, we're the only city that doesn't dual-sign speed reductions. Now, these three areas that I just mentioned are specifically exactly where they are targeting enforcement. The area is most deficient in those three standards. Standards everywhere except Winnipeg. I mean, we have this in a PowerPoint, and we've presented it to uh, dozens of university law classes and uh, a few mayoral candidates, and all of them have immediately held press conferences. They can't believe the blatant abuses. And shockingly, you know, whether it's Heather Stephenson, Brian Bowman, uh, Blaine Peterson, the MIT minister, none of these people, not one of them has ever spoken a word about these photo enforcement abuses. And it's reached the point where it's just become unacceptable. And, and I'm going to start getting more aggressive. And that means the court and in other ways. So we just can't believe what government has become.
0: So you're going to take the province to court over this?
1: I've got three court cases coming up one on Wednesday. In fact, on the amber timing issue, we have experts coming in from North Carolina, another one from another um, uh, well, world leader in physics and, and, and uh, the physics of amber timing, uh, an and engineer. Uh, I mean, it's indefensible to have four-second amber times. And, and by no coincidence, it's exactly where we have these high incidents of not only red-light runners uh, in the data, but exactly where the, the top 10 in, uh, collision intersections are every year. And this is a no-brainer. Todd, let's mean, get no, back
0: one second. Let's get back to the, uh, the the new one here, where you're taking that one section of that act, the government act there, and saying that these people who are issuing the tickets are not peace officers. This goes back to 2012, correct?
1: Well, uh, yeah. The, the, the law was, uh, the legislation was created in 2009. It was ascended in 2012. Okay. So these However,
0: people then, uh, they've been issuing tickets since 2012. So for five years, all tickets may not be legal. Well,
1: when, when they did though, uh, there was a mention, uh, in a review that this wouldn't retroact. Uh, it would just be as of that date. So it didn't, it didn't, it didn't remove the, the status of, uh, people that may have been appointed, uh, peace officers prior to that date. However, since 2012, we feel as though that was purposely omitted. There was a death in 2014, I believe, where this was drawn into question.
0: With uh, Todd Dubay of Wise Up Winnipeg. And so Todd says he's willing to take the province to court over, and you've got several court cases pending, including one coming up on Wednesday. Uh, but this one here with the uh, the section of the law that was never enacted back in 2012, Todd, and you say there's no retroactive uh, purpose or retroactive clause in this law that will allow people to get their money back for infractions of photo radar from the last five years. So okay. w- why wouldn't the province just enact the thing then?
1: well um i don't think that they are cooperating or accommodating the city's uh position anymore i you know they they're 50-50 partners in the revenue of this program but the the abuses are so blatant they're they're so, they're so um wide now in terms of all these things i mentioned speed limits and amber timing what they're what they're targeting i mean everybody that gets these tickets they know they're not bad drivers these are technical fouls that they've been
0: you know caught up
1: in but the the issue is here is the the province stopped appointing special constables in 2009 when this new Police Services Act was passed. However, it didn't revoke any appointments, but the city has kept appointing special constables since and after 2009. So uh, we think that the... Um, We think there's been discussion between the city and the province to accommodate them further, just like we know there was on the no-year zone when I took them to court and exposed that the no-year zone program was illegal. Um, They tried to skate away from that, but I caught them at it. And and there sure enough, there's there's volumes of discussion between the city and the province to amend legislation so we can cover our tracks here. Well, the province didn't cooperate with them. The city had to hold a press conference and admit that this was all illegal. Mm -hmm. I'm not done with them on that yet. We're going to court uh, shortly again on that.
0: Dude, you know what? You're you're very tenacious, i got to say. And and we need more people like you who are willing to hold government's feet to the fire to make things right. Because you're right. This is uh, technical fouls, a lot of them, right? They're, you know, a minor little uh thing that you all of a sudden I'm paying two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars for with, with absolute outrage. There's no need for that
1: kind of people are people are tired of losing to their paychecks to the city uh and it just isn't gonna happen anymore. That's why we've swollen now to eighty four hundred members and if people are listening and they want to they want to join this fight go on to our facebook page become a member we want to hit the 20,000 mark and then we're going to then we're going to get louder and, and and in the meantime if the city is listening and the province is listening pick up your damn phones and return our calls we we're not it's not your prerogative to ignore these facts we've offered this powerpoint presentation to the health minister yeah, the no, justice minister, public MIG. representatives
0: got to go but have a great day man and keep up the fight thank you